We're so glad you've joined us. Right now, it's Barry and Shauna Replay from 89.3 Moody Radio. It's Freedom Friday. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Oh, look at you ready to go. I'm so impressed. Okay, that was not me like like live doing the woot-woot. That was a recorded woot-woot that Scott pulled up on the fly. I'm super impressed, Scott. I had to go searching for it, but I found it. You are on top of it. Okay, I have a question for you. Okay. What makes you sing? What makes me sing? What makes you sing? What I mean is like the thing that, you know, puts a skip in your step. The thing that if it happened, you would find yourself, you know, spontaneously singing in the shower, singing as you do your yard work, walking about. (laughs) What makes you sing? Boy, that's really, that's a really hard question because normally if I'm just feeling good, singing is not, is not a hard thing to do. Oh, good to know. um, But I, I don't, can't. I mean, there's all kinds of things. You just maybe knowing I'm going to be going on a special trip or. Ooh, you have one of those coming I up. I bet you've been singing a little bit up. more. <laughs> and or, or just just when my wife and I have been enjoying time together. Oh, that's awesome. So you're a romantic, aren't you? You keep that on the DL. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I keep it on. The you down. don't want the whole world to know how yeah. romantic you are. You just keep <laughs> it on the down low. Just for Anita. How sweet is that? Okay. So some of the things that make me sing is. When I know my kids are coming home, hmm. there's just the anticipation of being able to have those moments with them. I just get giddy inside and I find myself singing, walking hmm. about singing. Or sometimes just like unexpected things, you like a, a good thing that you didn't know was coming. So there was no expectancy. It just showed up on, on your day. And you're like, that was so fun. That made me so happy. Here's a story of exactly a moment like that. So last week, Thursday, we moved Haven out of her dorm. And we needed to leave our house by 10 o'clock on Thursday morning to get to Judson before the festivities began and get her settled in. And so we're kind of like all of our, we all, we were staying overnight. So we all had luggage and then we had all of her things and the car was packed. We were literally like just grabbing water and coffee and stuff and ready to hop in the car and go. When a car pulls up in our driveway and we're like, what? What is this? And it is um, Tammy Benjamin. She was the cross country coach at TK for a lot of years. And Haven actually never, never even had the chance to run for her because she, um, you know, retired right. her position as coach before Haven became a cross country runner. But she has, she brought Haven this blanket that has the Judson logo on it that she could take off. And that was her graduation gift to her. Hmm. She shows up like literally within five minutes of us leaving for Judson. And, you know, Haven was feeling a little bit nervous about going off to college. And it, we were at that moment. Mm-hmm. And this unexpected blessing just shows up at our door. And we were just, it was just one of those moments where mm. you're just like, oh, God sees you, Have He loves you, you know, blessing you mm-hmm. up to the very moment that you leave home. So it's just one of those kind of moments that just kind of makes you sing, lifts your spirits. But do you ever wonder what makes God's heart sing? What makes the father just kind of burst into a spontaneous song that it it brings him so much joy that he can't keep it contained inside? It's just got to come out. Well, I've, I've heard it said that it's, well, us. That's what the Bible says. Zephaniah 3.17. Look it up for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Every single time I share a scripture with you, don't take my word for it. Cross-reference me. Check me out. This is what it says. The Lord your God is with you the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. 
Oh my goodness. The father sings over you. He sings over you. That's much. He, that's how much he loves you. The snotty nosed, imperfect makes promises that they don't keep sins daily. You, mm-hmm. yeah, you make God sing. You're the thing. You're the one. Can you just picture God? Like he's up in heaven and you know, he's, He's walking along and he's just kind of singing and he's got a little skip in his step and you know, he passes by Moses and Moses is like, Hey dad, you know, what's going <laughs> on? What are you so excited about? What's, you know, what's the news? And he speaks out your name. Mm-hmm. You're the thing that makes him sing. It was you. You're the I one. I was down, go down Moses. What's that? It's an old spiritual. I've just, <laughs> oh, I don't know that Moses. one. <laughs> Sorry. Here's the point. You're so loved. You're just incredibly loved. You need to know that as you step into the day. I like to start my days, even before I get into to work, I driving in, listen to an audio devotional. Hmm. And yesterday as I was driving in, it was on Psalm 23. And I love Psalm 23, close to my heart. Probably one of the, I don't know, most popular scriptures out there. I would certainly think it's probably one of the most well-known Psalms. Yeah. And I'll just give you a quick, you know, read through it here a minute and remind you of the first few verses of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. And it goes on and on. It's just a beautiful one to memorize and to have on the ready. Mm -hmm. So listen to it yesterday on the way coming into work. And then one of our listeners, uh, Michael, said, have you ever heard, you know, he texted in and just said, Shauna, have you heard the song Lavish? You need to listen to it. And so it's like, oh, sweet, thanks. So I'm listening to the song and it begins with, Psalm 23. And I'm like, I have learned to pay attention. You know, when something catches my attention once, that's one thing. But when it catches my attention a second time, I tend to think, okay, God, I'm listening. You know, you're, you're speaking something to me. He's not afraid to repeat himself to me. Mm -hmm. So I just leaned into Psalm 23 yesterday. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. And I just was reminded that he's my provision. That's where my care comes from. And there's so much going on in the world today where we tend to want to find our security in other things, you know, thinking that if the right person is in leadership of the government, then that's where I'll feel safe and secure. If that person is making the right choices, that's where my security comes from. If my 401k looks healthy enough. There you go. I'm not going to have to worry about retirement and then inflation hits. Oh no, do I have enough of my 401k? Right. And we look to even good things like blessing things that God's given us. Like my spouse, my spouse is the one who is supposed to meet all my needs and provide, you know, the security in my life. And that was never meant to be. God loves us and he blesses us with things like someone to share life with, you know, a home, a job, but those things were never meant to take place that's rightfully his. So he's our shepherd. He's our caretaker. He's, and so the next line of the Psalm is I have everything I need. God's not just my provider, he's my provision. And because of who he is in my life, I have everything that I need. And that's so opposite of the message that the world sends us. You know, we, we const- I constantly have a message that's telling me I don't have enough. Right. All and, you have to do is turn on the TV or sometimes radio or social media, always have something popping up. You need this. Yeah. And sometimes I don't even have to do that, Scott. I just wake up in the morning and I, I'll, my first thought is, oh, I don't have enough time. 
<laughs> I don't have enough time. I don't have enough resources. I don't have enough knowledge or influence. It's this whole scarcity mentality that it causes a panic and causes you to feel like you need. I need this item. I need this relationship. I need this status, whatever the case may be. You don't. We don't. We have God. We have everything that we need. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He's the one. So I'm not led by my feelings. We're not led by our circumstances. We're led by a God who loves us and restores our soul. Hmm. Shalom. Shalom means everything is as it should be. And God is the one who makes our soul the way it's supposed to be. We have such a good father. I don't know what you're, you know, where you're standing right now and what the mountain is that's in front of you that just feels overwhelming. But maybe like me, you just needed to be reminded today that you have a good shepherd who is everything that you need. You have everything that you need. Let's believe for it. I like to start my days, even before I get into to work, I driving in, listen to an audio devotional. Hmm. And yesterday as I was driving in, it was on Psalm 23. And I love Psalm 23, close to my heart. Probably one of the... I don't know, most popular scriptures out there. I would certainly think it's probably one of the most well-known Psalms. Yeah. And I'll just give you a quick, you know, read through it here a minute and remind you of the first few verses of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. And it goes on and on. It's just a beautiful one to memorize and to have on the ready. Mm -hmm. So listen to it yesterday on the way coming into work. And then one of our listeners, uh, Michael, said, have you ever heard, you know, he texted in and just said, Shauna, have you heard the song Lavish? You need to listen to it. And so it's like, oh, sweet, thanks. So I'm listening to the song and it begins with, Psalm 23. And I'm like, I have learned to pay attention. You know, when something catches my attention once, that's one thing. But when it catches my attention a second time, I tend to think, okay, God, I'm listening. You know, you're, you're speaking something to me. He's not afraid to repeat himself right. to me. Mm -hmm. So I just leaned into Psalm 23 yesterday. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. And I just was reminded that he's my provision. That's where my care comes from. And there's so much going on in the world today where we tend to want to find our security in other things, you know, thinking that if the right person is in leadership of the government, then that's where I'll feel safe and secure. If that person is making the right choices, that's where my security comes from. If my 401k looks healthy enough. There you go. I'm not going to have to worry about retirement and then inflation hits. Oh no, do I have enough of my 401k? Right. And we look to even good things like blessing things that God's given us. Like my spouse, my spouse is the one who is supposed to meet all my needs and provide, you know, the security in my life. And that was never meant to be. God loves us and he blesses us with things like someone to share life with, you know, a home, a job, but those things were never meant to take place that's rightfully his. So he's our shepherd. He's our caretaker. He's, and the, so the next line of the Psalm is I have everything I need. God's not just my provider, he's my provision. And because of who he is in my life, I have everything that I need. And that's so opposite of the message that the world sends us. You know, we, we const I constantly have a message that's telling me I don't have enough. Right. All and you have to do is turn on the TV or 
sometimes radio or social media always have something popping up. You need this. Yeah. And sometimes I don't even have to do that, Scott. I just wake up in the morning and I, I'll, my first thought is, oh, I don't have enough time. <laughs> I don't have enough time. I don't have enough resources. I don't have enough knowledge or influence. It's this whole scarcity mentality that it causes a panic and causes you to feel like you need. I need this item. I need this relationship. I need this status, whatever the case may be. You don't. We don't. We have God. We have everything that we need. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He's the one. So I'm not led by my feelings. We're not led by our circumstances. We're led by a God who loves us and restores our soul. Hmm. Shalom. Shalom means everything is as it should be. And God is the one who makes our soul the way it's supposed to be. We have such a good father. I don't know what you're, you know, where you're standing right now and what the mountain is that's in front of you that just feels overwhelming. But maybe like me, you just needed to be reminded today that you have a good shepherd who is everything that you need. You have everything that you need. Let's believe for it. Proverbs 15 verses 1 and 2. I remember uh, my parents kind of emphasizing this to me when I was in uh, high school, particularly if I was having problems talking with people. And of course, uh, when you when you're a hot headed teenager, sometimes you were want you to, a hot headed teenager, Scott. I I, I had a bit of a temper. What I, I did have a bit of a temper because that's not how that's not who I know you to be like at yeah. all right yeah. now. Yeah. I was still you know, God has been hammering on me for a few years. That <laughs> is good. He's amazing. He does great things. But yeah, okay, that so, just caught me off guard. So there. when somebody would uh, speak harshly to me, of course, my my natural instincts, and I think it's all of our natural want to get him back, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, the writer of Proverbs said that's not the way to go. He says a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouths of fools pour out folly. Mm. And as I was looking at those verses yesterday, I thought it was so appropriate for what's going on in our world right now. And I'm I'm not even just talking about things around the pandemic, but just pretty much everything. Yeah. There's so much going on right now. I just feel like the enemy is just working overtime trying to divide us, us who believe like Mm -hmm. not on Jesus, I mean, we believe together on Jesus and like he he can't, you know, he's not getting us to divide on that. So right. he's just picking all these other matters we'll, to get we'll us to separate to us. us. Right. And it's just, I think one of the things too, and you're talking about, you know, matching kind of the energy of the person in front of you. When somebody is passionate about something and they get amped up, maybe they're offended or they're hurt or whatever the case may be. And they just act large. We, you know, before you even have a chance to respond, your heart starts to race a little bit faster and you, you know, things start to happen inside of you. And we find ourselves kind of matching the person, you know? So if they come up all amped, we tend to respond back all amped right back and maybe even a little bit more you know, to make our point and then they have to amp up a little bit more and then we have to amp up a little bit more. It's like, Oh no, you didn't. (laughs) And we're not, you know, we're not, I don't know. I don't think you can listen well when that's what's going on. And you certainly can't love well when you're doing that. So if you want to deescalate a situation, the best thing to do again, the general principle, but the best thing to do is just to give a soft answer or maybe 
not answer at all. Yeah. Just walk away. So I'm not, I don't think I am of my own accord capable of doing what you just said. Mm -hmm. I just don't like, I get anxious really quickly. If somebody in front of me is getting big, Mm -hmm. it makes me want to turtle. It makes me want to just pull into my shell and be safe. And like, but with the presence of the Holy spirit, recognizing that God is right here right now and having a conversation with him. I don't know if you know that this can happen, but you can do this. Like you can have a vertical conversation going on. Like you and I are talking with each other right now, Scott, and, and a whole, Uh, excuse me, a horizontal conversation going on and, and have a vertical conversation with God going on at the same time where while the person is speaking, you are taking in what they're saying, but you're also speaking to God and saying, Whoa, Scott's quite a hothead. And he just got (laughs) really, really upset. And I'm, it's starting to make me upset. Lord, would you, um, thank you for being here. That's usually where I start. Just thank you for being here with me in the moment Help me to see what's true about what's being said. Help me not to respond emotionally, but actually to be able to process the information and have a conversation about what's being said, you know? And so just like recognizing God's presence. And I'm telling you, I have seen situations deescalate, you know, not in an instant, not in a moment. I'm not talking about that, but like I've just seen them come down from that place over staying centered. I'll even say, Jesus, you're the Prince of Peace and you're right here. Your peace is my peace. We're in this together. So I just receive your peace right now. And that can really help. It has helped me to just kind of stay centered in the midst of chaos. Yeah. And that, that's, that's really good advice. And I, I totally agree with you talking about just saying, you know, sending out a, a little telegram to the Lord saying, yeah. I know you're here with me right now. And I just need you to help. First of all, help me stay calm. Help me not to respond in kind to what's happening to me right now. If there are words you want me to speak right now, words of wisdom that can, yeah. that can maybe help de-escalate fine. But if not, just help me to say thank you for your comments and walk away. Right. Give right. me your wisdom right here, right now. Thanks for listening to Perry and Shauna Replay. To learn more, text us at 800-968-8930. That's 800-968-8930.